All right, everybody. Here is the third law of leadership, third irrefutable law of leadership by John Maxwell. Um, it's a law of the process, and I think this one oftentimes is really misunderstood for a lot of leaders. And um, they might understand from an intellectual perspective that it takes time for certain things to occur, right? So, for example, let's say um, I'm a general manager of a construction uh, firm, and I know that to build a house is going to take a certain number of man hours, take a certain level of time. And so I'm okay with that. I understand that if we break around on March 1st, we won't be done until September 1st, right? Like that's the way that it's going to go. However, people forget that development of their employees, of their associates, it takes time. There's a process for people to develop. And so oftentimes I hear, um, you know, some leaders and managers, they have a tendency to be like, well, then just fire them. That to me is not a solution. If we take from the example of good to great, Jim Collins, it's finding the right people and it's finding the right place for them on the bus, right? So it's this idea that you're going along the road on a bus and that people need to play a certain role. And so number one, if you have a really good employee, like they, they work really hard, they try to take initiative, they're looking to get more out of their career than just showing up then what are you doing to help develop that person to get more out of their career? And so it's understanding that development of people is a process. The law of the process is understanding that things don't happen overnight. Success isn't instantaneous. It does take us time to be able to move forward and to have the success that we're looking for. And the other one that I found for most people is no one is self-made. Now, people might say, like, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of did it on my own. You might have studied. You might have paid for yourself to go to college, but you didn't do it on your own. You sat in classes. You had TAs. You had other people that assisted you. You might have had a team, a group setting, where you needed to rely upon others to be able to help you pass that course. And so just then, let's do each other down into business. If you decided to start your own business, and let's say you're a, a personal trainer, and you go to the gym, number one is somebody created that gym for you. Okay, so you're not gonna do it in the gym, you're gonna do it, do it at a local football field. Again, somebody laid the sod, somebody's mowing that lawn, somebody's putting the hash marks out there on the, on the football field, painting the lines for you to be able to do your, your, your training sessions. So understand that there's we need to be able to recognize the, uh, the influence of other people in order for us to have success. And understand, um, it reminds you of the great book, uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water, where this person wants to become a samurai archer, and the person tells them it's going to take 10 years. And part of the process is chopping wood, carrying water. And I say for a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening onto this, number one, your chop wood, carry water is to have conversations with people, emails, text messages, DMs, phone calls, face-to-face -face conversations, where you're learning about them and you're telling them about you. And then you're having some kind of discussion where they have the ability to say yes or no whether they're gonna work with you. And that is critical. That is your chop wood carry water. That's a vital thing that you must be doing on a daily basis. If you're not talking to people about being able to purchase your products or services on a daily basis, then you are missing out on a critical piece that's going to lend, lend to your future, lend to your success down the road. And the other part of 
chopping wood carry water that I think that strong businesses can recognize is reaching out to your current clients, your current customers, and just thanking them. The more that you know about them, the more that you know how you can help them, the better. I think about, um, again, for using this personal trainer, a personal trainer that just calls to say hello, and following up, how's your diet and exercise, how's your dieting coming along, how's your nutrition coming along, um, what's going really well for you. Um, I think when you get to the moment where you're just having random phone calls to those individuals, you start establishing a better relationship. Shows out. All right, um, planning and executing. I'm taking a break away from the 21-year fruit of Muslim leadership. And what I'd say is, we have a tendency to um, really forward project, especially if you're a goal, if you're a goal setter, you'll, you'll pull some different goals out of what you want to accomplish down the road, and you'll, you'll write them down, and you're going to say, okay, these are the things that I want to accomplish, okay? The problem that I find with a lot of that forward projection thinking is that it's just totally way off base. The problem with forward projecting five years from now, 2022, is that I have no idea what it's going to look like. And so it's a little bit easier, even if, even if you have like the grand scheme of things, like let's say you want to be um, a millionaire, let's just use that. But let's break that down. What does that actually mean? Do you want to have a million bucks in your savings account? Do you want to have a million bucks in your 401k? Do you want to have a million dollars worth of uh, real estate? What does that actually mean? Because all those things are, are mean, mean something different. Do you want a million dollars of cash flow coming in? Again, that's, that's, that's income. And so the more specific you are, the better. The other thing that I would say then is what I find it more valuable, plan out the next 90 days, and most importantly then plan out what you're gonna do this week. And most important, and then, and then before that, even more vital to that is the vital few. What needs to get accomplished today? What three things have to get accomplished today in order for, for you to feel like it was a productive day? So for example, it could be writing that application, getting those signatures from that one client, can be shooting out that proposal or sending out that invoice. The vital few, do those first three things and then go to the checklist and then find the next three things and just slowly whittle it down. Um, and so I find that the moment that we're able to get into a position where we're consistently, consistently, keyword, planning out our day so that when we're more in control more planning, more proactive than we are reactive, then we have a tendency to be more productive. It's if I come into the office not knowing exactly why I'm necessarily there, and I just start attacking things as they come through, like I hit my emails, but there's no structure to it, I might find myself three hours into responding to a bunch of emails that really don't have any consequence because they weren't urged that needed to get done that day. And then all of a sudden I find that from 2.30 to 6.30, now I'm running like crazy trying to get things done. And oh, by the way, the last thing I wanted to get done needed to get done before five Eastern Standard Time because that's when their office closed. And all of a sudden I, I, I can't get that task done that needed to get done that day. So food for thought as you approach your day how, how much of control are you giving yourself to really execute and be consistent? Shirts out. Hey, what's going on, man? I just want to let you know that I have been thoroughly enjoying your station. 
it seems like you are a very good speaker. You have very, very good, excuse me, public speaking skills. And um, I would love to hear more from you. It seems like you have a wealth of knowledge to learn from. And I would love to pick your brain. So, anyway, if you have any questions about cannabis, the cannabis industry, or cannabis in general, please hit me up. We can keep it public or private, whatever you want. Just let me know. Thank you. Keep hustling and stay positive. What a nice compliment from Hustle Cannabis. So appreciate you, you reaching out, um, saying those kind words. And what a lovely um, audience that uh, we can be for each other and being supportive and encouraging. And I, and I love that. At the same time, I think if we do have opposing views, it can always come across as a professional way, just saying, hey, I don't know, what do you think about this perspective, right? Here's my point of view on that. And then that way we can have a nice healthy dialogue where I think, Sometimes people have a tendency to say it has to be this way, it has to be that way, right? And that life isn't black and white anymore. We have Technicolor, um, is it even called that anymore? But either way, we have gobs of different um, colors to choose from, and that way we have different perspectives. And the more perspectives that we can listen to and understand, I think the better that we can become more open-minded and helpful and also we can then see things from other people's perspective. So I appreciate Hustle Cannabis reaching out and uh, saying those nice words. If there's anything that's on your mind, folks, that you just want to hear a different opinion on, and then of course with the call out, call in portion of Anchor, um, give me your opinion on things. I would love to hear it. And I would, and I, and you you send me something, I'm gonna post it up. Let's just do that. It just sounds fantastic. Sherms out.